I am the I am the shit. Welcome to episode seven of Big Trouble in Little China. I am your host, John Lucero. Joining me as always, my co-host, Brittany Bischel. Hello, I'm going to try to sound a little more enthusiastic than John just did. <laughs> you know, I want to you know, keep it low key, you know, maybe someone listening to this late at night, late drive. You know. Okay, but then in that case, they need to be a little more awake than that. Jesus. <laughs> you're telling me my, sul- this, my sultry tones aren't going to keep them awake? No, you're going to put someone to sleep at the wheel and they're going to die and it's going to be our responsibility. Actually, I just want to—I just want to say right now, we are absolving ourselves of any responsibility if anyone dies listening to this podcast. But anyway, yeah, that's in the fine print of the download. And that's uh, <laughs> a crazy thing now. Turns out, if you, when you download things, you're actually signing contracts. Uh, <laughs> Nobody reads them anyway, so yeah, it's totally true. All right, it's uh, been a certain amount of time. I don't remember the last time. I don't remember the last one of these went up. Uh, about, about a year ago. About a year ago, yeah, <laughs> you know, that sounds about right. Um, some music, some music has come out come out in the past few weeks that we have listened to, and we're here to talk about that. <laughs> um, I think the uh, I think it'll be a mostly positive episode. We'll see, M- uh, mostly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, when I'm involved, there's it's not mostly positive ever. So yeah. I'm just I'm calling myself out. It's fine. All right, Brittany. I'm going to start with uh, my homework. You wanted to broaden my horizons with Another Eternity by Purity Ring. I'm going to tell you right now, it's pretty bland album, Brittany. Oh, no. (laughs) uh, the, The beats, while fine, are just very generic trap beats. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you'd realize that, that, I don't, because you were, you're not, your your hip hop taste is is only just now starting to form, so uh, but yes the the beats they use are very trap inspired um, that they sing that uh, the uh, I don't know the na- any band members names that the lady sings over <laughs> the nice lady me, sings me over me neither yeah. <laughs> yeah we can just refer to her as the light the, the nice lady the lice yeah. lady Jesus yeah. oh my yeah. god the lice lady is a whole different person you don't want to hang out with the lice lady. <laughs> That's, she's under the bridge, and you don't want to talk to the nice lady. Um, yeah, the nice lady ha- has she has a nice voice. It's a little uh, I don't want to say baby babyish. I don't know. It, it's it's a ve- it's very hot. It's, it's very high pitched. I don't know if they pitch it at all. Or that I I honestly think they do, and it's one of those things that kind of annoys me a little bit. But I try to look past it because obviously one of my favorite artists of all time, Lights, was a victim of that tragic editing for quite a long time in her earlier discography. Um, but I don't know. Maybe over time they'll stop doing it too. I kind of hope so. But I don't know, because like I saw them live, and I don't remember her sounding as high pitched. Yeah, I maybe it's just they don't they don't mess with it as much in, during live performances. I don't know. Um, and honestly, I feel like the majority of the people who are in the audience are probably high off their ass anyway. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, let's see, we got the track list. Um, I didn't hate any songs. 
um, but for, by any means. Uh, actually, it was funny because I just thought like the whole time, I'm like, I wish someone just, I wish someone just rap over these beats. I might actually like this. Um, because some of them are not they're not bad. Uh, Dust him, I, th- I thought had a really nice really nice beat to it that I I just wanted so if they if they even like got a, a rap feature on some of these songs, I, th- I think that'd be kind of cool. That I might. mean, yeah, I agree. Who knows? We might see that on the next yeah. album. Not that yeah. they've said anything about that coming into existence anytime soon, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, but there was nothing like wrong with this album. It's just it just didn't nothing really grabbed me in my listens. Uh, save for a few beats. Also, I think it's is it body ache or push pull? I think it might be body ache. Where the one time they do some weird thing in production, I think they just sampled a wet fart the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, wasn't, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I guess I got to go back and listen yeah, to these songs. Yeah, I gotta. I can't. I know. I know they they really didn't do that, but whatever they were using just sounded like a literally sounded like a wet fart to me, and it was just I didn't. I was not. I was not into that. that I, was, I, think, I think it might be body ache. I'm trying to imagine what you're talking about but yeah i want to say i want to say it was body ache but um because i'm thinking about like that really little like like synth synth part of like the chorus maybe or no no this was like throughout this is a a sample they used throughout the song or whatever they were using whatever sound they were using or what um because it was just always and once i once i realized that's what that's what it sounded like i could not hear it (laughs) (laughs) So essentially, if I go back and and hear this, you're going to ruin a song for me. uh, Possibly, you might. Maybe, maybe you won't hear it. Uh, You know, maybe I'll enjoy it more. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe you'll find out something about yourself along the way. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about all I have to say. Like it, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and shit on it. It's just not. It just didn't really do anything for me. I mean, I guess I understand because, like, like I said before, the the first time that I listened to Purity Ring, I wasn't particularly impressed, and I guess it was because I don't know. There was just something about the first album I wasn't into, and then listening to this one made me go back to that one and appreciate it more. So now I'm just thinking: Would you like that album more, or would you hate it more? Well, not hate it, but just you know. Yeah, I, um, maybe I'll listen to it because this album wasn't very long. I want to say it was like. 30 40 minutes yeah it's pretty short and the unfortunate thing is too i feel like the strongest tracks in this album are literally back to back like you have that big chunk of like begin again dust him and flood on the floor that are in my opinion the three strongest ones yeah dust him is probably my favorite song yeah but Um, i mean i still love purity ring they put on a fun show too so i I I can see that yeah yeah but uh, I guess we can move on to what you gave to me for my homework, which was uh, England rap. Keep My Bones. Yeah, believe it or not, it's yeah. actually not rap for once. Yeah. Uh, it's an album called England Keep My Bones by Frank Turner. Is it, is it just Frank Turner or is it Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls? Uh, usually just Frank Turner, but you can say, I mean, either. It's, Sleeping Souls is usually, usually just his touring band. He usually, you know, uh, I don't think they've ever put an album out with that title. But, oh, okay. Uh, so. Well, anyway, um, I'm kind of feeling the same way that you were feeling about Purity Ring uh, in the way that I didn't hate it, but not really too much really stuck out for me. Um, I, just because this isn't necessarily my style of music, the kind of like, so I don't even know if this is, if I'm describing this right, kind of like Irish punk rock, 
Like, yeah, it's I mean, he's from. Yeah, it's uh, he has roots in punk rock. Um, it's very Bob Dylan esque or Billy Bragg and that kind of that style of music. I don't. Yeah, because I'm not really familiar with them too much either. But I was just thinking more along the lines of like, uh, God, what are some bands that I worked before? Like, maybe Real Big Fish or something like that. You know, and I've never really been into them. Um, so certain songs i don't know i i can tell you which ones i definitely did like um the one that stood out to me the most may be redemption like the breakdown of that song is sick like yeah, that's very such good. a good song yeah. um one foot before the other is also kind of a banger in a way um yeah it gets very it's, it's very go it's the entire time it's yeah um, see because that's the build. thing is i feel like some of the songs in here like i still believe were kind of boring and i wasn't really appreciative of the super shouty vocals because it's just i never like that um yeah. you know rivers also a little on the boring side but mostly because i just don't connect to kind of like the country bluegrass style too much um i am disappeared is another great song that's my favorite. Um, that's my favorite Frank Turner song, actually, and just like whatever. Mostly, what it's about. It's just a very affecting song when you when you dig into it. But uh, yeah, but I mean, certain songs like Wessex Boy just kind of were putting me to sleep. Wessex Boy is my least least favorite song on the album. One of my least favorite Frank Turner songs. If I'm being honest. Yeah, and then you know, Glory Hallelujah also it's, just not my style. <laughs> it's a hell. It's a, I have a weird. Because I think that's a well put together song, and I agree with what he's saying. It's just mm-hmm. I don't agree with saying stuff, saying it that way. You know, I you don't have to put with like just putting down religion like that. If I get to, I only do that when the person deserves it. So yeah, but, I yeah. I just I don't know. I'm very on the side of like keep your opinions on certain things like that to yourself. Like don't, don't push your agenda on other people exactly, as far as exactly. religion is concerned. Like if you're not into it, that's fine, but also don't go door to door and, and try to recruit people. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like they're both equally as bad. Yes. Um, and, and I feel like even something that's, that's fine. Like if that's what gets them through their life, leave them alone. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah so, and he pushes, he pushes his agenda and I, you know, it, yeah. It bugs but me. I mean, as far as Frank Turner goes as a whole, I mean, because of the few songs that I really did like, I definitely will listen to him again just to see if he has more of like, there's literally just like, I don't know how to explain it. Just like those more thrashing songs, kind of. You, um, you could check out his band before he went solo, A Million Dead. Mm-hmm. They're, but they're way more hardcore punk then I think it might be, it might not be quite uh, what you're, what you're looking for, but you can check them out. Um, it might be a little too far in the, in the other direction. Uh, yeah. Cause it's like, it's like a very big shift and from his solo stuff and his band stuff. Yeah. I guess. Cause like the, the more slow thing. And again, like I'm saying, it's not a bad album. It's just not my style. So I don't want to knock it too much just because, you know, I know that you like this album quite a bit, so I'm not going to say. I do. I, I love it. I love love this album. Um, it just speaks to me. A lot of things he says just speaks to me. I agree yeah. with him on a lot of things. Yeah, like Peggy sang the blues. I feel like had a pretty good message to it too. You know, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. where you came from, matters where you go. All that. Yeah, fun and stuff. him hanging out, hanging out with his and playing cards with his dead grandma. Yeah, is, uh, is a pretty pretty fun uh, image. Um, but yeah, like I said, I am disappeared. 
just the whole like the fear of like getting stuck in a relationship that no one's really happy in you know just mm-hmm. settling 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 in life is generally what the message of that song is and i'm very which is funny because there's another song that we're going to talk about today that has the same message basically yeah i don't uh i'm very much in, of the opinion that you should never settle in life and, no uh, yeah uh so that song also speaks to me because it's so sad when you because it's, it's just people that settled and just aren't happy and it's like so but yeah I'm uh, I just want to give you something different uh, I I pretty much expected what you said um, I don't know what it is about me but these days I just can't really get down with like slower tracks particularly when it's an artist that I'm not too familiar with or of like already previously a fan of. Um, Cause then I'm going to be kind of hypocritical when I talk about other stuff in a little bit here, when I talk about how much I love slower tracks, cause it just doesn't seem like I'm talking in circles, but, um, yeah, I just need stuff that's a little more upbeat to like really catch my attention and say like, Hey, we make good music. Pay attention to me, you know? Cause anything else I'm just, I just kind of like my attention span is so bad. But yeah, it wasn't a bad album, and it was nice to have a little bit of a break from the rap, which isn't necessarily true because of this one album that we have to talk about. But <laughs> yeah, you uh, you surprised me. Yeah, um, but, I surprised me, and they surprised me. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting conversation. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad. Uh, uh, I'm glad our homework uh, went over relatively well. You know, I, I'm always down to listen to new stuff, and it's been, it's uh, been worse in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, so moving on to some to uh, some little more in depth conversation between both of us on some more recent stuff. Uh, we got a couple albums we both we we both listened to uh, extensively, um, some more than others. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, and we're gonna start out uh, with a uh, rap rap trio, Flatbush Zombies, in their latest album, their second album after 3001 Laced Odyssey from a couple years ago. Latest album, uh, Vacation in Hell, which came out uh, probably about a month ago, two two to three weeks ago. It's been a minute, so, but, you know, scheduling. We, we died for a yeah. little bit, so that's, yeah. that's on us. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, but I have listened to this album a lot. So, uh, and the first time I listened to it, so it didn't really, I don't know why, because now the first half, I think, is generally better than the second half. But the first half didn't grab me, and I don't know what it was. I think it might might just been a mood situation I was driving, and I just wasn't, like, listening to it. Um, but once I, I want to say, Headstone was the song that, initially, that finally just grabbed me, which is, like, the fucking fifth song in the album. And this, this is a 19-track album, which is the... Listen, it's long, but this is probably one of few times you're going to hear me say that it wasn't too long because I was fine with it the entire time. Yeah, it's a it's a very good 19 track album, um, and uh, but I'm not ready to say negative things yet. But yeah, it's a very good 19 track album. Anyway, Headstone, first song that grabbed me, and still probably my favorite song on the album. It's um, it's just a really good banger centered around uh, all the verses centered around using references to old hip-hop albums hip-hop artists hip-hop lyrics uh it just uh, just reference upon reference upon reference all things all things that went completely over my head but i was just like the flow in this thing is so good i was deceased listening to this song for the first time and and, uh michi darko uh who handles a lot of the hooks on this album 
with his ODB style vocals. God damn, I love him. He's so yeah. Good. And I just love the way he like like words like the end of words linger on his mouth, like headstone, and it's like <laughs> you know, I just like the way he extends he just like extends words till it like he's breathing them. Yeah. Um. So I, I love that. But there's so there like and I love the reference fest. Generally, I get annoyed by that kind of stuff, but I felt like this one was was well was well done. They and the uh, just flowed super well. They they even sampled in they they changed the vocal inflections for like certain things like like for tupac references and stuff like that or like they sampled in different songs you might have actually caught the jesus walk sample that they put in there towards the end um i don't know if uh because they, they referenced jesus walks and they sample in and i think the beginning of it uh so yeah that song is just a lot of fucking fun so yeah once i got that i started actually just clicking with it and i really enjoyed it i listened to it i listened to it of it probably at least a dozen times like from front to back but uh and uh, Brittany's listened to it more than i have actually uh, (laughs) i know which is insane to me but i don't know when i like something i like it a little bit too much um but yeah there's just so many freaking songs on this thing that because i mean i've I've talked about this so many times like when i listen to an album i will give it a few chances but then if there's a song that just does not grab my attention and it doesn't ever like stick with me i have to delete it because when it comes on i'm gonna skip it every time and for this album there's like very few songs that i didn't keep um headstone absolutely a favorite but i think my actual favorite song on this is best american best americans it's probably top three for me I yeah i uh, say so three good. yeah it's really good and it's just I, I like what it's talking about it's one of the few songs i feel like actually tries to say something um a lot of these are just like people going bar for bar with not a lot of substance to it mm-hmm. uh I, I think i'm fair in saying that most of the time uh but best american you know just just really tearing down the idea of like what makes a good American in like in this day and age? It's, yeah, and uh, I I I really like that. Let's see, I you and I I think is also a fantastic fucking song. I love you and I. Um, it is. It has such a good vibe to it. I love it. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite. Um, Crown Portugal the man. I think he handles the bridge, and uh, I think he kills it on the bridge. Yeah, um, that's all. That's another hot song. That's yeah. God, like I. This is just another one of those albums that I just fucking loved it from like pretty much front to back of course there were a few songs that i wasn't too crazy about like real girls is a song that got a little irritating to me after repeated listens like i liked it at first but then just like the lyrical content i was just like eh, okay. yeah I, I totally agree um i think leather, also leather symphony is another one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. facts wasn't really all that great either like how they just keep yelling facts over and over again yeah uh it there are that's a big that's my problem with the album like because i went from thinking it was okay to loving it to now i'm just thinking it's a very good album and it mm-hmm. was with some issues in that it's like i said it's 19 tracks and even though none of them are actually bad tracks they're t- all totally listenable um and enjoyable by themselves uh you could they could have plenty of these could have been trimmed out to make a tighter out al- a tighter better album like maybe you are my sunshine that i wasn't into <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one because I 
because that, that one's a very it, he's it's a very meaningful song to the artist. Yeah, but one. it's it's just still boring. Yeah. Because if you want to talk about a song that has like some deep shit in it that I really do like, it's trapped. That last Even though is very it's dark. it is it's probably one of the darkest ones that we will listen to this year. I'm just guessing, but still love that song so yeah. much. Yeah, "You Are My Sunshine" is a tribute to Asap Yams, who died uh, end of last year. I maybe it was January. It was uh, it was around that around that time uh, from a liver failure from codeine abuse. Um, and there have been a lot of different tributes to him in rap. Uh, so he was apparently a very like, very liked individual, very well liked and uh, respected. I didn't, I never really heard much from him because he was still pretty young when he died. So that's what you, that's what the song, that's who they're, that's who he's singing about. Um, and like being there when he, when he died. So, uh, but yeah, trapped that because that last verse and it's, I, I believe, I believe it's Michi Darko that sings it. Um, when he uh, just talks about basically uh, contemplating the whole thought, the whole time he when he contemplated suicide, like the entire thought process of contemplating suicide, going from how he would do it to who he would affect and and what what would be the best way to do it for when they find his body, so it doesn't affect his family the most when they, when he kills himself, and then like feeling bad for doing it, but still wanting to do it, which makes him feel even worse. So it's a lot. In a, in, a, in a very short, in a very relatively short verse, yeah. like in about, in about a minute, uh, and it kind of it kind of feels like it comes out of nowhere because there are hints to. I think Chunky even the second song has some suicide references in in it uh, from him also. So, I mean, Chunky is also another really good song though. Yeah, Hello Chunky, great. Vacation is almost great, but I don't like the hook in Vacation. Yeah, it's another song that I liked a lot when I listened to the song to the album like the first ten times. <laughs> but then after that, I was just kind of like, eh, all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because it, it's so amazing. It's like a very radio hook, and it's just a song that doesn't have a lot of uh, staying power because it just yeah. gets old. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think Big Shrimp is another pretty decent one too. Like I wasn't too crazy about the verses on it, but I loved the chorus. Like the reverb and the auto tune are actually used in the way that they should be, which I feel like is not something I get to say very often. Because you know how I feel about auto tune. I don't yeah, like it. Yeah. yeah. But be, they actually. That's, that's interesting that <laughs> you say 808s is going to be your favorite Kanye album. I, I know. Well, because uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like into the, the more electronic stuff. And I yeah. know that there's more of that in there. So that's probably the only reason I'm saying that. I could be totally wrong. Who knows? We'll see. It's a long way away. Uh, but anyway, back to this. Um, which song are we talking about? Uh-huh. Uh, Big Shrimp. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Big Shrimp. It it's one of the songs that I, it's uh, like like I like it when I hear it, but I I will never go out of, go out of my way to hear it. It's yeah, uh, that's that's also me with like Ask Courtney. I mean, just talking about yeah. Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. I'm not really interested in hearing about it anymore because it's such an old and tired subject. Yeah, it's it, it's it it's a weird so 2018 so song. Yeah, it's, uh, I, that's that's another one that you're saying. Like, if you want to trim the fat, like that one could have just yeah. not been there. I'm gonna like I'm gonna, SoundCloud. If I if I were to trim the fat on this album, just and like I would take out Leather Symphony, for Ask Courtney, Proxies, Goddess, Goddess, 
which is so forgettable. I literally yeah. don't remember the song talking and about it now. I'll, I'll give them you're my sunshine, but I would t- but personally I'd take that one out and probably the glory, even though I like Denzel Curry, I feel like that's a pretty forgettable song too. But and that trims it, that makes it like a, like a 15 song, like a 12, 13 song album at that point. So, which is a little bit more palatable for people who are a little more impatient. Yeah. And it's, and again, they're not bad songs. They're just, you know, kind of not, they're almost throwaways, which is the problem. Uh, they just don't, they don't stick out the way a lot of the other, other awesome songs do. Yeah. I mean, I think generally the entire album is worth a listen, like from front to back. Yeah. At yeah, least would... once, um, twice if you, you know, liked it the first time. But yeah, a lot of the songs definitely are not going to, well, not a lot of them. A few of them are definitely not going to stick with you. Yeah. Um, and I do kind of like the concept that they, I think there's a loose concept here uh, of like the, cause it starts out really energetic, but like slowly gets darker and darker, kind of like, you know, a vacation in hell. Like you go on vacation and it's all, all exciting, but you realize the place you're vacationing in is still just as shitty as where you came from if, when you, get past all, all the, like, like a tourist, like a tourist attraction. Like yeah. If you, go, if, you, if you leave the attraction, like it's, you know, it's turns into a, sh- a shithole again. So I kind of <laughs> felt, I kind of felt like that's what they were going for, at least like with the tone, with the, with the slow tonal shift of the album. Right. Uh, I might be giving them too much credit. But that's what I, that's how I read it. Uh, but yeah, I really, I really did like it. It's just, I, I liked it more initially than I do now. It's still very, it's still a good album and t- totally worth listening to. I'm glad yeah. you liked it, Brittany. So I, it's because yeah. it's 19 tracks. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I bet when you probably suggested that album, you were just like, she's going to hate the shit out of this just because of how long it is. <laughs> yeah. But also I wasn't looking forward to it because you had said to me already, you were like, yeah, just, I listened to the first three songs and I wasn't into them. I'm like, Jesus Christ, John didn't like the first three songs of a 19 track album. And now I'm going to have to suffer through it too. Like it just it just didn't sound like it was gonna be a good time, but I'm glad it turned out the way it did. Yeah, it's one of those weird cases. I really don't know why I didn't like them because I like because there's some of the better uh, some of the best songs on the album. So you know, especially Hello and Chunky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot just a lot of good a lot of good bars in there. If that's what you're looking for, I think you'll find some. Uh, Michi Darko is worth the price of admission in my in my opinion. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go back, because it's my first album I've actually heard of theirs. I didn't listen to the last one or the mixtape, Better Off Dead. Uh, I've been meaning to. So I might I might go back eventually. We'll see. Yeah, and then based on what your opinion is on that, I'll, I'll gauge whether or not it's worth listening to me. Because I'm not just going to go do it on my own. I'm never going to go seek out rap on my own it's just it's i don't i don't think i'm ever going to get to that point i definitely like it a little bit now but i'm not just gonna be like oh hell yeah i need to check out the latest shit or or, or go back and check out their older discography i just can't do it yeah you know it's taste is taste you can't yeah true <laughs> all right Brittany, we're gonna move on to uh an album that you were highly anticipating before mm-hmm. it came out uh, the Aces, When My Heart Felt Volcanic, which is a really long title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's let. Okay. I think it might be the second longest title of the albums we've talked about on here so far. Uh, about you, Paris. Um, which, for some reason, like, unless I'm literally reading it, I cannot remember what exactly it is. Now I'm just going to say it now and probably butcher it. Butcher it. Uh, all We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell. That's, that's probably, right. I think that's right. But either way, 
too fucking long. Yeah, I always forget like the full title of this, but it's no when life gives you lemons, you paint that shit gold. I still think <laughs> I, I think I still have the longest title total. It might, you know, the title's long when it has a comma in it. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking at you, the 1975. Cut that shit out. Uh, yeah, I I like this album. It's it is a totally solid album, and the, I like the vocals a lot. Uh, but I have a couple problems with it. But I will let you. Uh, I will let you talk first because uh, this is this was more your domain. Oh God! So I have been listening to the Aces for a while now, obviously because I mentioned them a few times when they were just kind of like quick hits that I was mentioning with their EP and then a couple singles they released or whatever. And I loved every single bit of it from the start. So yeah, this was highly anticipated for me. Um, but when I was actually trying to sit down and write notes for these songs, I felt like I couldn't really say much aside from, wow, I really love this song. And it, just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, kind of stale and repetitive, but I'm just like, I like it's, it's difficult when you like an album so much to really explain why you like every single song that's on it. But that's just the case. Like, of course, I tried to go through a track by track and kind of like talk about what I like about certain songs like um, Stuck in particular, I think, is the first song of theirs that I ever heard. And I have been listening to it so damn much ever since it came out. And I haven't gotten sick of it. I don't think I ever will. Um, God, I just love it. Like the the drums just make you want to bounce like involuntarily. (laughs) And like that plucky guitar riff, I swear to God, if I ever go deaf suddenly for no reason, I want to chip with just this song and plant it into my brain so I can hear it all the damn time. It will literally be stuck in my head. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) And also for somebody like me who talks shit about um, gang vocals quite a bit, um the song fake nice it's not necessarily in the recording but it's kind of become a thing live which i've seen them three times you should probably you should should probably uh put a disclaimer on on this while you talk about the album yeah Yeah. i definitely will so obviously i'm going to have like a massive bias on this because last week before recording this i had the pleasure of seeing the aces live Three times I saw them on Monday in Charlotte, North Carolina. I saw them Wednesday in Richmond, Virginia. And then I saw them on Friday when I came back home to Philly. Um, So obviously seeing them live is a much different experience because some of these songs I feel like translate better live than they do recorded. And that's not to say that they're bad recorded because they're absolutely not. But Fake Nice is one of those songs that is so much better live just because like um, when you go into the chorus, you have that, oh, she's so fake, because it's one of those things that the audience will, like, chant at them. <laughs> and it's so funny, because when they first started playing it live, and there were, like, live streams going on, um, it, you could tell, like, from the reaction from the band that they weren't expecting people to do that. But it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing sometimes how a song can evolve just based on, like, crowd participation. Oh yeah, like the uh, Vince Staples album, Big Fish Theory, is uh, very built, very designed for the club, and you can tell that. And like, just the way it sounds, like Party People is. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. And I would love, a, I would love to see Vince Staples live sometime, just because of that. Because I want to see, because yeah. I love that album to death. Obviously, I just want to see how much more I love it seeing it live with like a crowd that's super into it. Because unfortunately, <laughs> I feel like I have a hard time finding people that actually like Vince Staples aside from you and I, which is very it's a crime he's very he's he's very popular 
but yeah, you know, just not, just not, just not, you know, you all got to get your shit together. But anyway, I've got, um, I've got friends that like him. So, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, so I know that certain people not going to name names are getting a little tired of the comparisons to Heim, but they're there for a reason. Of course, I totally understand that they've been a band since long before Heim was even a known thing to the public. But you also have to recognize that the style of music they're doing is not necessarily what they were doing a few years back. If you listen to their old EPs, which are not really that easily accessible, you can find the songs on YouTube under the Blue Aces because that is the name that they went under before. Um, But I tweeted this months and months ago. I said the Aces are making the music that Heim should be making right now because... To be perfectly honest, as much as I fucking love Haim, their second album was a massive disappointment. So I feel like maybe the Aces are picking up a little bit where Haim left off. Um, Especially just because of, like, the very, like, kind of, like, 80s-style guitar riffs and everything. Like, in particular, like, In Love and His Bible, which I'm going to address what is probably going to be the elephant in the room here. It's a dumb song. Like, I hate. I, okay, I, w- I want to talk about this. Go, go ahead. You can. You go ahead and say what you got to say, and then I'll. I'll say what I got to say. Your love in his Bible was one of the worst lines I've heard this year. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it is so dumb. I can't, as soon as I, I can't enjoy that song because I can't get over how dumb saying your love in his Bible is. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I can't. I try not to hate on it too much because in an interview, uh, Crystal Ramirez, who is the lead singer, explained that back in Utah, where they're from, which is Bible thumping country or whatever, uh, a lot of the people will use Bible as like synonymous with like great. Sure. Timing. But, I mean, almost in the sense that, like, fetch is never going to happen, Bible's not going to happen. <laughs> so, like, the title is is weird. Some of the lyrics are just kind of goofy. Like, meet me at the moon because we like the altitude. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> honestly, like, I still fucking love the song. Like, that bass line is so good. The guitar riff. Like, yeah, hey, how dare you? Um and that's how I feel about a lot of the songs, like just how simple the guitar riffs may be, but they just get stuck in your head. Like in the last one, so fucking good. And then like, even the gang vocals in that, I love it. You know, it's, oh man, I, I could talk about this album for hours. I'm not going to, for obvious reasons. Cause I'm sure you're not nearly as into it as I am, but I still want to know what you have to say about like a lot of the songs. Cause I knew you were going to say something about love and his Bible. Cause a good friend of ours knowing that I was dragging her to one of their shows said, well, I guess I got to listen to this album. And she's like, honestly, it's not bad. There's just one song that I really hate. And I knew what it was without her telling me. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, I just, I wanted to just clarify that that lyric is terrible. Um, (laughs) And it's anyway. uh, Yeah. It's uh, the instrumentals are all very solid throughout the album. It's very a beat, a lot of energy throughout the thing. I like volcanic love and stuck. Uh, Bad Love is really catchy. I think that one actually got stuck in my head the most. Um, uh, but one thing I noticed, uh, I don't even know if I noticed the first listen, because uh, I use, uh, lyrics is not a thing I usually paid into that much the first listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, I think every song is about the same thing. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> 
<laughs> and that really, but especially because the song last one is about this last time being I'm going to sing about this, and then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs afterwards that are about the same wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait! But John, also here's the other thing too. They talked about recently that last one may have been the first song that was written for this album. Oh my god! Okay, that's. <laughs> <laughs> like literally it's all about they're all love songs from whatever perspective in the that but, okay okay i'm gonna be completely fair here because obviously everybody knows i'm not saying this in any like way hating them at all the songs are not all about the same person because they are written from i guess the perspective of all four of the girls that are in the band it just can obviously seem like it's all about the same person for because they aren't the strongest songwriters, so they it's if someone told me it was all the same person, I would believe them. Yeah. So, and it like I said, this is not a bad album. I enjoy I enjoy listening to it. I did what um, I thought. Hurricane was kind of a weak ballad. Um, that hurts me a little bit. But uh, you know, <laughs> it's just I appreciated the change up, but it just nothing about it. Uh, stuck with me i want to say put it on the line i thought it was a little too long oh uh, god <laughs> and um, <laughs> like cutting you deep right now yeah you are it's fine i i was expecting it a yeah. little bit but yeah. i'm i'm just holding on for dear life but the old but is other than love and his bible i really don't have much negative to say about this album other than love and his bible and the fact that every song got the same thing and they put a song that it's gonna be the last time they're gonna sing about it and then there's <laughs> seven songs afterwards <laughs> like that is an error in my opinion but you know you were the like thing is, i feel like I, I don't know they're also still relatively young and i don't know how long they've been working on this album exactly it's probably been upwards of like five years and you have to figure the girls are between the ages of 20 and 22 so i mean the lyrical content is probably not going to be the most mature but i think for the most part what they were trying to do was make like an album that's fun to listen to and i feel like so many of these songs get stuck in your head and it's not necessarily because of the lyrical content it's just because of the instrumentals and just like the phrasing of the lyrics and everything um it just the whole fucking thing is so damn catchy it's it seems impossible, it's, but it's, I, I will agree with you that these songs definitely get stuck in your head when you listen to them. Um, uh, but but yeah, upon multiple listens, like the cracks showed uh, more and more. <laughs> it's just it's just you being a critic and then me being a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably that's probably fair. Yeah. I think, but also me saying fan is is putting it a little lightly, but I don't know if I need to elaborate on that. Why? I feel like you should. You know, there's there's there's, there's like evidence of this on the internet. So yeah. So like, I mean, obviously yeah. nobody yeah. could be like, she's making this shit up. All right. So obviously I said I had the pleasure of seeing them three times in one week, which is <laughs> insane. Whatever. This is my life. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> um. So I saw them in uh, in Charlotte uh, on Monday last week, and obviously, since it wasn't a huge show or anything, a good amount of people stayed by to hang out and, and talk to them afterwards. So me and my good friend stopped and talked to them, and of course, I had heard from other people before about how cool they are in person and how personable they are, and 
Honestly, if they could, they would stay there and talk to every single person for hours at a time, but it's not possible. But, um, you know, they were super friendly with me. It just felt like the conversation flowed naturally. And it's one of those things that I really appreciate about artists is when they are also good and humble people and cool to be around because it sucks when you meet someone and you feel like you can't talk to them because they don't want to talk to you and they are not good at carrying a conversation. Definitely not the case with them. Um, so anyway, I guess we kind of hit it off a little bit that day because when I was driving back towards Philly on Wednesday, I stopped to see them in Richmond since it's on the way and, um, didn't really have anything to do for hours and finally decided to pull up out front of the venue and, uh, hopped out my car and all of a sudden, cause I was going to just grab my MacBook and I guess just kill some time doing some extra work or something. And I see that they're just like standing out front and I kind of look and I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I should say anything. And I kind of look over and I see them like wave to me and like, they're not waving at me. There's someone behind me. It's one of those situations. Right. Yeah. And so they, they like basically call me over and uh, I was like, that's really strange. I didn't think you guys would be here already. And they said, yeah, the PA system wasn't working. So they basically just told us to kill time. Um, so I guess we were going to go shopping and I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. And I wasn't like, going to invite myself but they were just like are you busy are you doing anything and I said no I was just gonna sit in my car for the next three hours um and they were like well do you want to go with us now let me ask you John (laughs) if you were asked by one of your favorite artists to go shopping what the hell would you do would you say nah no, no. I guess I'd go shopping with my favorite artist. You know? Right. And they're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, you know, the only thing is uh, the, the one store we want to go to is like a 20 minute walk. I'm like, guys, I have a car. And they're like, oh, yeah, good point. So you want to come with us? I'm like, yes, of course. So basically, I had the entire band pile into my car, and it was one of the weirdest fucking things that ever happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> I didn't believe it was happening. I texted friends about it. They didn't believe it was happening. I still don't believe it happened. I literally have to look at the pictures as evidence that it did. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, they are incredibly cool ass people. If you haven't listened to their music, definitely give it a chance just because it's really fun. If you have the opportunity, go see them live. Definitely stop by and meet them afterwards. Because because they would love that. They want to meet everybody. You will be better for it. I'm not exaggerating. I'm sorry. I'm gushing a little bit right now. I probably need to tone it down. But, you know, it was it was a good ass week. And that's basically how I could sum it up. This album coming out was a great fucking thing for me. It's kept me in such a good mood for weeks. Meeting them has been an amazing experience. Um, Having people mistake me for being someone who's in the band multiple times has also been very interesting. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I love the Aces to absolute death. Um, I'm glad you didn't hate the album because I have to be honest, John, I was so fucking terrified that you were not going <laughs> to like it because I know that you're not a pop guy. But, um, I mean, aside from the stuff that I can totally agree with you on, you know, maybe little juvenile lyrics put aside, like, yeah, I'm just really happy that you enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I guess that Brittany would say this album is Bible. <laughs> this album was fucking Bible. Right. <laughs> oh my God. That is uh, my rating. You know what? Uh, I think he just inspired a new rating system on this podcast. Oh my God. I'm so, I, I've, what have I done? <laughs> no. All right. We're going to, unless you want to have anything else to say, I think we're, you know. I, I, need, I need to stop because I don't think people want to hear me talk about this for hours. I've already said a damn enough. If you follow me on Twitter, you know. If you follow me on Instagram, you know even more. 
You can follow Brittany's tum Tumblr posts about the ace. I don't have a Tumblr. <laughs> every every Tuesday. No, 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 no Tumblr. Just I have Twitter, Instagram. That's it. Sorry. Her fan her fan art will be out soon. Um, <laughs> Go check out my blog on Live Journal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So time for some quick hits. It'll be mostly me talking, <laughs> but uh, you know, what's new? <laughs> I already talked enough. You can make up for it now. Uh, let's see, I listened to "Invasion of Pri Privacy" by Cardi B, uh, and it was totally all right. <laughs> Not a bad album. Uh, I said the worst part was probably either Cardi trying to sing on "Be Careful." Or she bad with YG has just got a terrible hook, and it's just YG going she bad over and over again. But uh, honestly, it's it's not bad. Like she and like the lyrics, even though she definitely had ghost writers, like uh, are pretty personal. Like at least more so than I expected. Um, I actually felt like I came out of the album like knowing more about Cardi B as a person than uh, I expected to. <laughs> But, uh, and yeah, it was, you know, Bodak Yellow is still a pretty good song. I know some people love it <laughs> to death. It's, uh, let's see, I'm looking at this, uh, Get Up 10 solid starter. You know, it's, I was like, why the fuck is it called Get Up 10? Uh, it's because if you get knocked down nine times, you get up 10 times. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Bicken Head is a very dirty song, but good. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I think that I think my favorite song though was uh, "I Do" with SZA. It's kind of a weird closer, but like SZA's feature is dope. Uh, turns out SZA's really talented, and nobody guys knew that. But uh, I mean, who? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it, I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. Chance had a good feature on there. You know, just a totally solid album. I'm not gonna go back and let's do it ever again. But that's. <laughs> I guess if that if that gives if that uh, affects you know anyone's opinion on it, I guess. Uh, I mean, I can relate because I'm never going to go and listen to it ever once. <laughs> that's fair, you know. Uh, I also, you know, to keep it balanced, I listened to uh, Nicki Minaj's single she put out, a couple singles, Barbie Kings and Chun Li, uh, and they're also very good. Uh, I, well, my, my, what I didn't like about Cardi, I felt like she does like her voice doesn't have enough oomph behind it for. I think it, I feel like it's missing a little something when she's rapping, that Nicki has. That's why I prefer Nicki the way Nicki raps, even though they're pretty similar overall styles. Uh, but yeah, you know, I I enjoyed I enjoyed both songs. I'm curious about because she's gonna put out an album this year. What it, what it sounds like. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it too because I do like Nikki a lot. I'm, I'm mostly curious to see how she reacts, responds to like someone going for her crown. You know, I don't know if that's going to happen though because aren't they like don't they get along? Like I thought that they just featured on a song together. Or they maybe did. Like, they, they did, but then there's like weird like I don't. It's hard to tell honestly how, if what the what's true and what's not. I don't look into it that much. There, it's like conflicting opinions on whether they like each other or not. Um, I don't think they hate each other by any means. Uh, but she, I mean, I think Cardi is trying to create, trying to make it more of a competition than Nikki wants to. And but because Nikki, Nikki's a lot more mature than Cardi B is, and I can tell you that for a fact. I mean, yeah, and also Nikki, Nikki is older than her, isn't she? 
I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying I've met both of them. And honestly, like I, I Nikki is one of the nicest people on the planet. And Cardi B is someone who I wanted to smack from the instant she opened her mouth in front of me. Like, I can't I can't handle her. Yeah, I, I mean, I got nothing against either of them. Uh, I do think Nikki has more natural talent, but uh, I'm not, you know, I, I have nothing bad to say about Cardi B, honestly. You know? <laughs> so she's she's doing her thing and it seems to be working. Um, Listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, something that I heard somebody say uh, on set while I was working last night. I have strong opinions and I'm a bad person. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, I I hope Nikki's got a good album, a good rap album, because I feel like she's been going on that monster, you know, that monster reputation for a long time now. It's almost been a decade since that song came out. So Jesus. you know, she has. So yeah, I, I we I will be listening to it, probably just once, but I'll listen to it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, other than that, listen to uh, "Hear No Evil," Young Thug's new EP with a dope song that actually also had Nicki Minaj on it called "Anybody." It just got a really really good vibe. It's like kind of pretty cold blooded vibe to it. Nicki's got a really good really good verse on it. Uh, just a really, really good. Sing- it's I treat it like a single, even though there's two other songs with it. Uh, the other song is uh, it's him and Lil Uzi Vert, and the other one's him and, and Twenty One Savage. Uh, they're both okay. I for the 20- I think the Twenty One Savage one is better, but I also have a bias because I really don't like Lil Uzi Vert at all. <laughs> but uh, I, well, yeah, they weren't bad. It's just anybody definitely is the standout track there. Also, Young Thug alone is very divisive on opinions because he can't he's not a very good lyricist whatsoever but <laughs> he has a lot of vocal he has a lot of vocal talent um he makes he he croons and he has a lot of different he has a lot his flow he has a lot of natural flow uh that he can switch up in a, in a lot of times and he has a good ear for music and just he can't rap and he's <laughs> which is or he can he just can't write lyrics <laughs> uh so uh, and I I accept that. And once I did, I've I've really liked I really really liked his last two albums. I really really liked them. Some people hated them, you know. You you'll probably listen to one of them eventually. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah it's uh it's not very long at least. So there's that. <laughs> it's uh, uh and finally albums wise, I listened to K.O.D. by J Cole. Um, I'm trying to decide if I wanted you to listen to this or not. Because so far, I only know of one album we're going to be talking about on the next one. Right. Um, actually, yeah, we'll, I'll save this one. I'll save, it, I'll save KOD, I guess. We'll, we can talk about it next time. <laughs> All uh, right, then. It's uh, Actually, it's hard because it's an okay album. I'm just going to talk about it. It's an okay. It's okay. Uh Cole, I mean, if it's just okay, then do we really need to go more in depth on it? You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just I'm going to talk about it. I guess it's okay. Uh, J Cole gets it's kind of become the cool thing to hate hate on J Cole now. Uh, it's mostly due to his fan his fan base uh, that you know push him to the moon. He's talented. He's kind of never lived up to the talent though. Which is uh, I really liked Forest Hills Drive 2014 Forest Hills Drive, which came out a couple a few years ago. Not 2014. Came out in uh, 2015. So that was the street address. It's the uh, <clears throat> uh, it's not a perfect album, but there's a lot of a lot of songs I really enjoy. Um, 
And then For Your Eyes Only was an album after that, which was pretty good, too. It was an interesting concept album. The problem was it was so, like, the until, like, the last song of the album, which was ba- basically explained the whole concept, it would be kind of hard to, un- like, realize it's a concept album. Uh, so that's just a big problem with that kind of album. But there were some good songs on there. It's a little sleepy, but uh, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. And then this one is about the same. It's it's solid. There's like the first song, K, like the title track, KOD, is pretty good. Uh, I wish it had, because J. Cole does his own production, and I wish someone else would do it now, because it's just very, it, no, it, it's good. It's fine production. It's just nothing special. It doesn't stick out. And he also doesn't, it never uses features. Like the only features on this, on this album are him doing a, a, pitch down voice to do like a the a demon thing like a dark voice thing which is cheesy and it worked very well in here and the album is like supposed to supposedly a concept album about it's about a drug addiction you know i think kod stands for like kids on drugs kill our demons or king overdose like he tweeted multiple things um and it's yeah like but it doesn't really if I wasn't told it was a concept album. I probably honestly wouldn't think it was. So, like, there, he has a lot of things to say, but he doesn't really offer any solutions. And I appreciate what he's saying, but he's not saying anything groundbreaking that people, but his fan base will tell you, will feel, will tell you otherwise. He, uh, and then, and then this, this is equally his, you know, the haters now the, that are becoming more and more. To, to counter the uh, intense fan base uh, will tell you it's awful, but I, it's somewhere in the middle. It's totally, it's a totally decent rap album. Uh, and I would say KOD, good. ATM is almost good, but the hook is used too much. It's too repetitive. Uh, Kevin's Heart, I liked. It's, but it's, it's more of his singing stuff. I kind of have a weird soft spot for rappers, sing, rappers that can't sing singing for some reason. <laughs> I appreciate like you know the the attempt. I guess some people. Oh, uh, so you just give them like that participation medal? No, no. I just I like the uh, that they're you know that because they they can't express the, what they want to say through rap, so they're trying to do it in a different way. I just you know as long as it can they can sort of carry the tune i'm fine with it and what they're saying it's more like what they're saying i guess it's what i care about right uh but you know if someone doesn't like it i'm not gonna be like i can't believe you didn't like that it's like i get it (laughs) and then 1985 he goes in on or it's weird because it's not really going in on as much as offering advice to the soundcloud rappers and the like like the little pumps of the world saying that you need um if you if you don't work on adding more substance to what you're doing, you're just you're going to you're going to burn out and disappear sooner rather than later. <laughs> and he's right; that's what's going to happen. And uh, so I did, I actually did enjoy that song. It's just a good. It's also just a good rap song. So yeah, it's a it is a decent album. It is not amazing. It is. Uh, it's still a little too sleepy. He needs new beats and he needs to add features to mix up his stuff. He needs to get over his... He even has a song in here where he... Uh, even on KOD, he goes to people that keep telling him he needs features. So now he's aware of the meme. <laughs> or he's, he's It's like the self-aware meme thing at this point. Uh, so, 
there's that. Uh, did you and you didn't have any albums you want to talk about, Brittany? No, because I'm trash and I've been listening to the Aces and Wolf Alice basically for the past several weeks, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which, I by mean, the way, I will just say that uh, if you do like Wolf Alice, uh, unlike John, I guess, uh, <laughs> absolutely 100% go see them live if you can, because you know I have been to over 2,000 shows in my lifetime, and they put on the best damn rock show I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, I was in complete awe watching them. So I feel like... Maybe even if you saw them live, John, you'd be able to appreciate it more because the length of the tracks kind of suits more of a live environment, I guess, because it's more of like a jammy type thing. But goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, see. So I guess at that point, now it's time for me to talk about something. Uh, I need to talk about Kanye West, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kanye West has appeared on Twitter again, which he... He's prone to do, or he's a, he's prone to pop up around the time of new album releases. Yeah, he only comes back when he wants to sell you something. Exactly. You know, uh, which, you know, I can't knock someone for doing that. But, you know, that's, you know, you're trying to sell something. I don't think he really needs to. He's Kanye West, but, you know, whatever. No, I mean, he could be one of those people that just randomly drops an album at midnight and it would do amazing just because it's him. So, I mean, yeah. he doesn't need the promo. If anything, yeah. he's hurting himself right now. Yeah, so he came back and a lot happened. Uh, it started out with him uh, basically announcing he was writing a, a book on a philosophy book, but that turned out to be sort of a troll, and that he was actually all the tweets he was making was was actually the philosophy book was the tweets this collection of tweets that he was going ham on, and it was basically like corny dad Kanye doing a bunch of inspirational quotes with a few actually a few bits that were actually really good advice mixed in there. Um, a lot of it was really cheesy and like inspirational calendar bullshit, but, uh, there were some, there was some decent advice for art, for up and coming artists about, you know, uh, appreciating your own, your own, your own self-worth and not selling, not selling yourself short with your art. So yeah, there's a, there's a good stuff in there. He announced, uh, fucking four albums coming out in a month, like with, uh, each within a week of each other, he pushed a tease new album. It's it, it's it's all part of his good music label. Um, push a tease up first, May twenty fifth. Uh, Kanye up second on June first with a apparently seven song album. That's uh, an EP, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think six is the cutoff, isn't it? Technically, technically. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a law in place think, on that? Uh, I don't. I don't think. I think it's actually it's all about you know marketing. Whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, yeah. It's a seven, but it's seven songs. A uh, week after, a, a Kid Cudi and Kanye collab will be coming out. Uh, and their group, apparently their duo, their group is called Kid C Ghosts. So that's coming out the week, and then the week after that, Nas, one of probably my my favorite rapper legend. Um, uh, has a week has an album coming out the week after that, and then I think Tayana also a week after that, so five albums. Uh, so yeah, just five straight weeks of good music stuff coming out. No Travis Scott album date, but uh, I'm still holding out hope for Astro World this year. God, it got it's got to come out. You'll be listening to Rodeo soon, Brittany. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Travis Scott. 
Yes, Travis Scott. Mm, not looking forward to that one either. Yeah, I know, but you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a lot of generally good stuff. It was uh, I was excited for all the albums to uh, to listen to them. You know, it's like a, that's like a month worth of content for this for this show. <laughs> it's uh, right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> so whether they're good or bad, it's something to talk about. Like the Cuddy one worries me because Cuddy simultaneously has one of my favorite albums of the decade and one of the worst albums I've ever heard in my whole life. So, you know, go either way on that one. But they've collabed many times before and it's usually very good. So we'll see. And then things started getting a little different. <laughs> Kanye, uh, in his current mind state, and of wanting to love everyone equally and only spread love to the world has started supporting uh, conservatives, a lot of conservatives, a lot of right wings, a lot of extremists. Uh, I forget the lady's name that said black people should take the, should take the red pill, but he, he supported her. Um, and of course, our lovely president, Donald Trump, supported him uh, wearing the Make America Gradient hat in a picture so that's been that's 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 been a weird experience it's not the first time he supported trump he did during the campaign too at one point um so yeah so kanye put in his in his goal to say everyone should love everyone is is trying to show that by supporting the people that everyone seems to hate <laughs> oh, no, but not only that. See, here's the thing that doesn't make sense about this to me. How can you go from saying George W. Bush doesn't care about black people to supporting somebody who literally does not care about black people? And not only that, you want to keep going on this rant about love everybody, love everybody, when Donald Trump hates everybody except for rich white men. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So we're going back again past the point where you had me listen to some of Kanye's music and I was like, yeah, this isn't too bad. And I can support, you know, the music, but separate the art from the artist. He's really just like getting on my last damn nerve again. And I'm just going to talk about this real quick. I don't know if this is something you were going to touch on. He had one of the most bitch ass moves possible where John Legend, bless his soul, decided to kindly privately message Kanye, just kind of like asking him like what the hell's going through his mind and Kanye decided to put that out in public trying mm -hmm. to play the fucking victim like mm -hmm. not that I had any respect for him whatsoever but even if I had a sliver of it it would have just gone straight to hell immediately like I legitimately fucking hate this dude he's, a bad, you, he's, <sighs> a, he's a bad person he is I've never I mean, I, he's a bad person he's an amazing artist and a bad person um the this is not the worst thing he's ever done. No. And if you think it, if people think it is, they're either they don't either they just aren't paying attention to Kanye West or they they're just, uh, they're just uneducated. I think. Because I mean, two years ago he had a concert in Sydney where he asked people to stand up during it, and when some people in the front didn't, he he got he got at them, and it turned out they were disabled. Oh so, God. So yeah, that happened. Um, of course, the Taylor Swift thing. Uh, which even though he's probably he was probably right was a really shitty thing to do. <laughs> like his opinion, I kind of agreed with, but it was you don't do that. It's an awful thing to do. He's I mean he stormed out of the MTV Music Awards in 2006 because he didn't win anything. 
Um, he, he, in his closing line, he had the Confederate flag on, design on some some parts of clothing, saying he's gonna, uh, it's he's gonna make it he's gonna make it his now. Um, what else has fucking Kanye done? It's a long list. Um, Sold a plain white T-shirt for like two hundred dollars. That's whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who cares? I don't you know. Don't you, me- you, you mentioned don't. you mentioned the clothing line, so I'm just like, yeah. is that is that what it's called? Uh, Yeezy, Yeezy. The yeah, Yeezy. sure. Yeezys. Um, I mean, he posed on the I think it was the Rolling Stone cover as Jesus. Um, back in like oh six oh seven. Um, he, I mean, he calls himself Jesus. He calls himself a god. <laughs> on he has a song where he's screaming, "I am a god." So you know. Uh, he calls himself. He's he's the Steve Jobs of music and fashion. Um, fuck, man, I could go on and on about Kanye West um, because I love Kanye West music. I mean, he, but he's an awful person, and this is just another. It's, it's just him stirring up shit before an album comes out, and he's gonna disappear. So the album comes out. That's what's gonna happen. Like he always does. Yeah, and I mean, actually, now now I'm looking back at it, that, that quote that I threw out there earlier, I have strong opinions and I'm a bad person, actually applies to him a lot more than it applies to me. Yeah, he's, I mean, he, Kanye West is not a, a, a dumb person. He's, um, and just let me talk about this, he is more intelligent than people will give, ever give him credit for. The problem I'm not is disagreeing that, with no, that. No, no, not only just something, but the problem is, is he thinks he's the smartest person in the room at all times, and he's not. <laughs> he uh, and when he, he takes a lot of things at service level, and uh, and I feel like he what because he just his song uh, the day we're recording this, uh, "Yay versus the People," with him and Ti basically going back and forth on politics. Um, and it's Kanye saying his stuff, and then Ti basically going, tell, trying to, basically taking the John Legend role. It's essentially what John Legend said, but putting it into a, a, some rap verses over a pretty good sample. Uh, all in all, it's actually not a bad song. It's just uh, Kanye's, you know, lyrical content. I don't necessarily agree with at all. Um, so yeah, it's been it is hard because I I do love Kanye. I've talked about it multiple times. I've had me listen to Kanye's albums. I love Kanye West music. It's been some influential music in my life um and it's hard because kanye is a terrible person and i and uh in the sense that he is a very self-centered person i mean he once said his greatest regret in life in life is that he will never see himself perform live so oh my god he's so yeah it he and I never wanted to come across that I I, I support him as a human being because I, I don't. I think he is misunderstood in a lot of ways, but he also brings that upon himself. Um, and he, but yeah, he's he is an ego egomaniac, and he but he he cares about people, but not as much as Kanye. I think the only person he's ever truly cared about more than himself, maybe his kids now. I don't know. I feel like this first this is kind of his first album where he's going to be truly in dad mode Kanye so we'll see uh, how, how that goes I hope it's just I'm worried it's going to be all about this politics stuff and I'm, it's going to be the first album is that I truly truly hate but like uh, um, uh, his mom is probably the only other person he's he's cared about more than himself uh, and that'll come across eventually as his, as the, his albums shift in tone 
And uh, I think 808 is literally him. Uh, he did the auto-tune thing because he uh, couldn't. Ex- he believed he couldn't express the way he felt about his mother dying with his normal voice. So that's why he did the auto-tune album. Uh, so, yeah. So, but in the end of the day, he's still the guy that uh, has done all these awful things. Only cares about himself for the most part. And uh, is now supporting fucking Donald Trump. And he's, he's and it's it's hard to tell how much of it is genuine, how much of it is a publicity stunt. <laughs> so it's if, and if it's really just publicity stunt, it's a really poor choice. This might this, this one might have gone too far. This especially just with the current climate, this might be the, like the it's not the worst thing he's ever done. But people are going to think of it that, as that, which is kind of a shame, honestly. That, <laughs> that this is this is the thing uh, because, like I said, he yelled at disabled people at a concert. <laughs> it's like fuck. <laughs> uh. He's tarnishing his own legacy. I'm still looking forward to the music. I want to listen to it all. Whether I hate it or not, I still want to listen to it. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I mean, if you, I still would like to listen to the albums because like, it's kind of it's kind of interesting watching Kanye change as a person. Because it's like the next album up is George Bush doesn't, doesn't care about black people era Kanye. <laughs> and you want to talk about publicity stunts he said that two days after the album came out so if that tells you anything of course yeah uh he's this is not new he does it every time he's just you know he picked the most extreme thing and whether he truly believes the whether he truly is about this whole like love everyone thing or not you know it's and and it, it is it is hard being such a big fan of music and have it, you know, always having to say, I know he's a piece of shit, but his music's really fucking good. <laughs> but uh, it's <laughs> that's the uh, that's my lot in life, you know. When you, when one of his albums might be my favorite album ever, you know, that's my that's how I have to that's how I have to live, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about, Con- about fucking Kanye. I mean, we, we talk about him a lot, I feel like, but this is just one of those instances where you can't just move on and ignore it. And I feel like at least one person would be confused if we did. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been weird. I I was more upset about it at first, or at least it bothered me more at first. It's, it doesn't bother me as much now just because I just thought about like all the other shit. And I'm like, this is just Kanye being fucking Kanye. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I, I really hope it, it's just, and it's also just getting people riled up. They don't even listen to the music just for the politics part of it, because this country is the fucking, fucking, you know, DefCon Five when it comes to politics right now. <laughs> so it, it just it triggers everyone either on either side of this argument. <laughs> so it he I, he just picked the hottest button that's been around a long time and pressed it. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, now there's probably going to be some conservatives that buy his fucking album that never listened to him before in their life. And probably would have, sh- 
shit on the idea with his music anytime before this. <laughs> so that's I think I, here's yeah. something that I that I think would be absolutely hysterical if it happened, and I know for a fact that it won't because this is not the world we live in. Just imagine if he was building up this entire thing, acting like he was very supportive of Donald Trump, and he basically came out with an album that was very political, but it was literally the opposite of what he's been presenting to us oh, this, I, like no, this whole I've time. Had, I've had that thought because that would actually be in, if he did that, that would be incredible. Like the amount yeah. of that, like. Like, I don't think that's the case this time. Yeah. Um, but if he did that, that, w- that would be a hell of a PR move. Like the the like that would just be that would be one of those those moments in music that people talk about for a long time, whether it deserved it or not. It would be it would be <laughs> one. It's uh, it's just it's it's just one of those. It's it's just another fucking Kanye thing. It happens every two years, <laughs> two or two or three years. It's uh. I mean, he got checked into a mental institution a couple of years ago, which was good. He needed that. He was in a fucking place. Um, <laughs> it's uh, he and he he's just got he's gotten to his egos. A whole other, like it's like a person with him. It's like there's two Kanye's and one's just his ego. <laughs> and, uh, so, all right, that's enough Kanye. I think we can probably close this out. I um. So let's get with the, we're gonna broaden each other's horizons. You want to go first, Brittany? Or you want me to go first? Um, I guess I'll go first, just because I I'm gonna pretend that it didn't uh, just occur to me five minutes before recording. So I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> I am going to after maybe talking a little bit of smack about them earlier. I am going to suggest to you that you listen to Heim's debut album "Days Are Gone." Okay. Uh, you know, which is very funny because it's true. The the glory days of them are gone for now, at least. <laughs> I feel so bad saying that because I love them so much. But I really do hope you enjoy this album. I think you probably will see the similarities between them and the Aces a little bit. Just in, like, maybe even just the guitar style. I think that's mostly what it is. But, um, yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Um, it's, it's back to wrap this week, Brittany. Of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, and in light of, you know, some like the recent Kanye cons- uh, events, I wanted to go with someone that's on the complete opposite end of that, end of that spectrum. Uh, and to someone else who I'm probably going to have to listen to the, the out their discography of over time. It's smaller, but, uh, you know, it's it's still worth listening to. Uh, it's uh, Section 80 by Mr. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Okay. I mean, trust me, I've heard so many things about this guy for years and how great he is. And for some reason, well, I don't, we know what the some reason is. It just never occurred to me to even look into it. Yeah, so. this is uh, his first studio album. He had a mixtape before this, but I didn't think that was that was worth going back to at this point. I've always been more of an album person anyway. Um, mixtapes are fun, but uh, they don't have the substance that, that albums generally do. And Kendrick generally has his albums be concept albums and this is this is uh definitely one of them it's not as broad or as vivid one as his sophomore and third album are uh, i think this i could see this one end up, ending up as your favorite of the list this one or the fourth or fifth depends on what i can depends that's kind of a weird fourth fifth thing and we'll get to <laughs> eventually uh this uh it's it's very good. It tackles you know a lot of a lot of stuff. He grew he grew up in Compton, so it tackles a lot of that kind of that kind of stuff. Um, 
he's a storyteller for sure. It's uh, you de- he he's someone you have to really listen to to appreciate a lot of the time, but he makes it accessible enough that it's that it's not too hard or big of an ask. Um, yeah, it's just and he's he's one of my favorite artists of all time too. He's become like he's he's five for five, four for four, whatever. Whatever you want to say, he's he hasn't made a bad album yet, <laughs> and he and whether whether or not I don't always agree with his opinions, but I see where he's coming from all the time. And this is this is just a this is some fun songs of the album. I don't know if you're gonna love it, but I think you'll at least like a few things on the album. I mean, I'm definitely a lot more open to listening to him than I am to Kanye, just because I know that he's not it's, a terrible person. It's funny because Kanye's music is more your speed than Kendrick's music is. <laughs> that's what I, that's, what's, that's what's always funny to me uh, because you know Kanye is he's got a lot of pop uh, focus in his in his rap. It's a lot of mass appeal, and Kendrick isn't always going for mass appeal. Like his "Damn" was the first truly ma- truly mass appeal album he's ever made. It just so happened that his other ones are just so good that it didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if you quite appreciate the technical parts of it yet. If, I don't know if you're, I don't think you're there you know, so, with how you listen to rap, but I still, we'll, we'll see. I'm curious about the Kendrick experiment. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it because I'm never really looking forward to listening to a hip hop album. But like <laughs> I said, I'm a lot more open to it than I would be if you were just like, all right, it's time for a Kanye album, because I feel like it'd be very bad timing. Yeah, I didn't like there's it's uh, it's going to be a couple weeks. I'll you're probably gonna listen to do one more before his next album comes out. Um, might get I don't think I don't think we'll get through two before then because it's only a month. It's only a month away. Um, you'll have listened to two of his albums before the next one comes out um, and it's it's funny because I do think you're gonna like it but uh, it I didn't want you know I was I, this would have been a really poor poor choice and timing for that I I've also not really listened to much Kanye music at all this week if it's come on uh, just you know not been in the mood <laughs> to uh, <laughs> I totally get that yeah, like I'm a huge Kanye fan, but he's a piece of shit. I don't want people to get the wrong opinion. I think I give him a pass. I don't. I, I think a- I think it's I think it's easy to understand with the hundreds of times just over seven episodes that we yeah. have mentioned separating art from the artist. I think you know you can get that pass. And if people don't realize that, then they're probably pretty fucking stupid. They're about as dumb as he acts like he is. Yeah, I like how you say that now because he's 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 not that dumb. Just so I think that's the more disappointing part. <laughs> he's not, and he's he's doing it on purpose. Uh, oh well, I think that's gonna do it for this week, Brittany. Yeah, um, I'm excited to talk about some some albums next week, um, positive or negative. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Till then, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. See ya.